Uh, uh, I bet that's an intern, and they hired her because she's hot. Hit the button! (laughs) (laughs) It's the Will Show Podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, happy Valentine's week, everybody. Are you feeling romantic? Yes, we've been talking about Valentine's. I just ooze romanticism. Yeah, you do. I like when Valentine's is on a Saturday. Yeah, that makes it super convenient. Like, if you fuck up and forget, and then you can get up and be like, oh, shit, I can still have time to go out and get something. You don't have to waste money on sending the flowers to the office. Yes. Like, that seems an unnecessary $20 when you've been married for six years or five years. In my case. There's a lot of unnecessary $20. I, I feel know. like Valentine's <laughs> altogether is an unnecessary expense when you've been married uh, for any amount of time. And for some of us, it doesn't matter what day it falls on ever. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, you're so nobody's, alone. Oh. Nobody's delivering me flowers. That's why you, you desperately uh, pre-booty called Blaze two weeks ago. That was our first date Still. one year ago. Actually, one year ago today, we met for the first time, and then we officially went out Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. That's a horrible plan for a relationship. I know. As evidence. (laughs) Do you think it's their first date? I think we're... teaching her to use the microphone. I know. I think we're going to watch a a relationship unfold through our window here. Give them the play-by-play, Will. Oh, well, there's uh, a producer of the CBS Sports show, Kent Sterling Show, in the afternoon. He's got a, an attractive uh, young lady in there with him. He's, they're exchanging headphones every now and then. And We're not sure if there's any kind of smells. romantic, you know... Relationship brewing here. Uh, he sniffed her neck a little bit while she was producing something. She's probably an intern. But my guess here is that they hired this uh, hot female intern because they're just two dudes who have to look at each other all afternoon. And they need something to break that sexual tension. So... Uh, <laughs> There it is, and uh, and he's single now, and that's how I would have hired interns. Uh, there were a couple based of, on looks. Yeah, I, there was a guy that we played soccer with. Was a couple of my favorite guys ever growing up. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, and when we grew up, Mike ended up managing the Avon, and I don't know if he still does or not. But uh, my favorite conversation with him ever was, uh, you know, I can teach hypothetically. it. Yeah. Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. I don't know if he's there. still there. I haven't seen him in a while. But uh, we were talking about, I was like, God, I, I, I always love going because like every single waitress is hot. And then I found out it was run by <laughs> And I was like, well, this suddenly makes sense. And I was like, every single one of your employees is hot here. And he's like, yeah, I can teach anybody to carry a tray. <laughs> I, I'm all for that. Do you have to look at people every day? Yeah. No, I, I, it's great. We, we've had a couple of... Uh uh, inter- we, like we have a lot of people who interview for internships on the Smiley Morning Show, mm-hmm. and uh, they all come from from some kind of you know loosely based media background. Nobody has really too much experience. Like there's not ever somebody who's just an outstanding like uh, out of this world producer. Like I've done a ton of audio editing and I can come right and hit the ground running. They're all like, yeah, I've listened to the radio but once how do you or twice. Look in a skirt. But there have been plenty of very attractive uh, African American girls who have applied and I am every time at the end of these rounds of interviews I'm like go with a hot black girl and <laughs> and and I always get I always get voted down because ultimately Tony gets to pick the interns and, and, and she's racist. These interns Clearly. are fine. They're fine but I think any just like the philosophy philosophy of life. I can teach any of them to I can bring teach coffee. anybody to answer the phone. I can teach anybody to use the editing program in a basic way. It's like that's it's just a matter of who do you want to hang out with. But we're not allowed to give the makeovers, so we need to go with who is naturally. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, you have a gift of being attractive. <laughs> You know, we're going to teach you how to leverage that on our behalf and also do a lot of the grunt work we don't want to do. Oh, you thought radio was for ugly people? Wrong, kid. Wrong. <laughs> it, might, it, might, it won't be for you in the future, but uh, right now we've got you and you're free and you're hot. So uh, thank you for making my day just a little bit better. Uh, I, that's just that's the way I feel. But I, I guarantee, I don't know what the situation is. I shouldn't speculate. Oh, I'm I, watching it. I can see it. I'll go ahead and throw myself under the bus and say that that's kind of how I think about things, just because it doesn't matter. But I, I don't want to <laughs> like. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs>
But the, hypothetically, yeah, I don't know. She might, uh, she might be like a sixteen-year-old girl job shadowing or something. How terrible would that be? I don't, isn't that weird now, though? Like, I don't know that I know the difference between sixteen and twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> I I seriously couldn't that tell. That defense will not See, work like, but I have no in the court to. of law. It, it, I have I didn't no know. need to. As I long as know. they're old enough to drive, then I'm old enough not to you know yell at them for not being allowed to drive. Like that's all I can. That's all I can really do. Sixteen to twenty four could be any of those numbers in between. Well, and that's why I always say look into the camera and state your age before we do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of romance uh, like that, do, you, uh-huh. do it, any of us have like good Valentine's Day stories? Like good as in really bad, or just nothing ever happened? No, I, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any good or really bad Valentine's Day story. I've generally, you know, I think uh, the most, the, my favorite Valentine's Day was over at uh, Jacqueline. Reese, yeah, Jacqueline Reese. Now Jacqueline Reese Moore. Yes, Jack. I was about to call her by her married name, and that wasn't her back then. But we were there, and I was dating a girl named Katie Lewis, and she got me this tin of cookies and this bear, and I was so in love and infatuated with this girl that I actually kept uh, one of the cookies forever uh, from that uh, batch of cookies. Still has it. I buried for ten years. I guarantee I do. I do still have it. But I still come across like Adrian's it's like somebody getting an edible arrangement and keeping a dehydrated strawberry forever. It's fucked up. It is fucked up, is it okay. not? Erica's like that. Bit. Only Erica does it with like if I get her chocolate and I've st- I've stopped now. I'm just I'm not buying her chocolate mm-hmm. anymore. because for the first three and a half four years that we were together, she still had unopened. <laughs> The first that would be the, mean too. The chocolate, the the little Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. in the in the stocking, plastic. <laughs> wow. She had that sitting in the in our pantry when we moved houses mm-hmm. in order to take it with us. And I was like, "Is this the first one still?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'm gonna eat it." <laughs> yeah. She goes, "The hell you are." The hell you are. Sentimental. Said, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> I gave it to you four years ago. It's going bad. Exactly. It's four years ago. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's gone too bad. I, Someone has to. Chris eat can't it now. see a piece of chocolate no. and not want it inside of him. It's my job. Well, that's nice. I I don't know. Do you have any really terrible Valentine's Day stories? Uh, I got broken up with. Uh, on Valentine's. On, yes, and well, then wow. the next day the card came in the mail from <laughs> him that he had written and sent before deciding to break up with me. So the day after, I get, like, a really nice card. <laughs> so wait, did you did you fight Weird. break up? Or did he show up and go, nope, uh, No, it was a long, di- it was over the phone. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was, he was in college and I wasn't, and I think it was that, like, last minute decision like i There's know i'm going to, to cheat right on now. you and um, so rather than being a dickhead i'm just gonna call you and break up with you well that's on good yeah so props to him but still he he did it i mean i wish more people would operate in that fashion oh, rather yeah. than like i'd I rather get spare... broken up with than cheated on yeah me sure. too sure me too you <laughs> hear that adrian what i would like what i would <laughs> like though is could we just break up with me with an honest statement of oh, what's yeah. going on to just say, just say, I'm going, we're breaking up, then I'm going over to his house, and we're getting together. And I could go like, okay, fine. I'm I not happy your, about that. I accept but your premise. But leaving I don't you love with it, the, like, but this, bullshit. Like, yeah, I just don't know where I'm at right now right. with me, and I'm, I'm just really confused. It's not you, it's this other guy. Like, <laughs> please just say that. Just finish it out. It's not you. It's this other guy, mm-hmm. and I would be so thrilled. And, but it, that means that that technically that they have been emotionally cheating on you for a long time. Mm-hmm. If they can so quickly break off from you and go to them, that means that at some point in time they were together, and she feels comfortable enough now to like hatch at you to break your heart because she knows she's got a landing sure. pad. I'm okay with it. A landing Again. dick. At least, the, at least we finally got to honesty. Yeah. Well, sure, but yeah, I, nobody can do it because they're always trying to spare somebody's feelings. But I, maybe it just comes with being a jaded thirty-something at this point in time. Like you've seen it all for the most part. There's nothing surprising. You know what's really happening. So it's just like, can we just get to the point where you tell me the fucking truth? Because <laughs> at some point in time, I would have probably have believed. Yeah. Like, oh, I get it. Like we're all young and dumb and trying to find ourselves. And what's happening? I don't know. It's my first time. But really, you just want to go bang somebody else that's all i ever wanted to do 
Actually, I was never. I was too chicken shit to uh, okay, even people. admit that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was scared. Like, the, I don't even remember the first time I had sex because I think I was, like, scared that Jesus was going to come down and pull out. Get I, out of there! I don't. I have no recollection of the very first time. And you were sober? Yeah, yes. Oh, I, 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 never, I never drank before. Uh, I was maybe six months before I turned 21, and I, had, and I was having sex in, in high school. Uh, with uh, with my girlfriend, and uh, but I can't remember the first time because I felt so guilty, and uh, I felt I so like, and it, it came close so many Fear other times out. that I'm pretty sure that at some point in time it just kind of like fell in, and I went to my happy place, like a black, like just like blacked <laughs> out out of like denial because I because I wasn't raised to do that, and I was scared shitless about getting somebody pregnant. Yeah, it's a mixture of proud and scared. Yeah. Well, eventually got I got really proud, like a lot. But <laughs> but at first but at first it wasn't it wasn't like that. It was I felt so terrible because they were like I they always like wait till marriage. You need to be in a loving relationship. You need to protect yourself. And you then should... you grow up and realize <laughs> nope. That all my sperm are dead and I couldn't have gotten anybody pregnant anyway. And leaving love out of it makes it better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. And the more casual it is, the more exciting it yes. is. You guys are insane. What do you mean? You just don't care when it's casual. No. I've never had I've never had You have no truly, ground to stand on. Truly casual. Actually, she's either. in the Valentine's Day spiral. I She'll either. say anything to justify where she's at right now. I would consider Blaze casual. Well, but even him, you developed a, yeah. a long-term relationship with Yeah, I've never with had a one-night stand. Me neither. Me neither. That's the thing. Yeah, and he, Chris, is he the only one here who's ever been in a threesome and um, uh, has... Uh, <laughs> it's always about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always the damn well, Chris, Always about you, me. You uphold this moral high ground. Whenever we talk honestly about how this works, you're always like, I can't believe you assholes. When we actually start but, listing things off, then I have to go like, yeah, I did that. Mm? Yep, that was me too. Ah, dang. I just, uh, Adrian and I just came across a study or something about how people who are uh, more religious are more often terrible people than people who, <laughs> than, like, or, like you, what I'm saying. You needed to read a study scientific? to figure that out? No, that was a scientific term but it was used. actually a study about yeah. there were more people in prison who considered themselves affi- like deeply affiliated with some religious sure. construct. Uh, then there were like people who were atheist or agnostic or just kind of operate he like humanist or whatever it is. Sure, like that that they're you're more often to be realistic about life and what to expect. And people who are truly terrible people have to ground themselves <laughs> in some see that. some kind of moral structure so they can feel like they're a better person. So what I'm saying is, Chris, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and argue your morality. We know a terrible guy. <laughs> we you know what a terrible person i've yeah. been throughout <laughs> no. my life well and everybody does stuff like that's the thing like everybody does stuff along the way in the stupid life of ours like maybe they've tried on their sister's underpants or uh, maybe you hmm. know you know had their dog lick peanut butter off of them in a weird way like i'm all I, i'm not saying those things specifically but i'm saying something that you've done alone everyone has done at least one everyone thing has... alone that they would be mortified sure. if anyone else knew sure. about everyone's it. got the shame factors i'm not I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, kids don't have frivolous sex. It doesn't fix anything. <laughs> wow, there we go. Chris again saying. taking the moral high ground, even though he's led an incredibly debaucherous life. You're like a youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I am exactly like a youth pastor. I'm balding. Uh, Listen, kids, I used to do drugs, went to prison, I sodomized a few guys, carried a sawed-off <laughs> shotgun, I did cocaine, did heroin, killed a couple hookers, but I found the I love found and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now I'm here to tell you not to do all those things. Here's my position on that, though, is that I want my chance to go out and be fucking crazy, too. You had your chance, my friend. Yeah, I know. It's over. It's too late. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I know you can still do it. You can still do whatever you want so, now. Wait, Lindsay. I have a question about this getting dumped on Valentine's Day. Yeah. What time of day on Valentine's Day? Did you get like the noon dump? I don't Did you even get like remember. a six thirty? I was still in high school. You were in high school dating a college guy. 
Well, we had been dating. Whatever. She That's was all. she was like my high school girlfriend. I went to I think I went to a total of six proms. Yeah. You only go to high school for four years. We I went w- on our first date when I was in seventh grade. Okay. How old how much older was he? Two years. So wait a minute, he was a freshman when you were in seventh grade. Yes. That is called a red flag. He moved in across the street from me, and I went after him. I don't care. Red flag. That's right. Your your lovers have always been a matter of convenience. No, they haven't, actually. <laughs> because most of my, the bulk of my serious relationships have been long distance. Well, I guess it's true. You had to plan a trip to West Virginia to do your last thing, but Blaze actually, you know is like what? a thing. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't even know how close he lived to me until after we'd started talking. Speaking of West Virginia, my favorite Valentine's Day present of all time was from Daughtry's drummer, who mm-hmm. I went to West Virginia with. We it was when we were dating six years ago, and he was in L.A. and I was in Nashville, and he made a video of himself uh, lip syncing to the New Kids on the Block song "Valentine Girl." Uh-huh. And sent it to me, and uh-huh. that was my Valentine's Day. See, that's present. the kind—that's the kind of stupid ass thing that I goes over way better than oh, yeah. any amount of cliche. I just posted it on Facebook today because it's still my favorite. No thing amount of, all of time. jewelry will ever no. top that. Speaking of jewelry, let me throw this out there. Uh, in my nightmarish uh, trounce through the unnamed uh, grocery store, they had set up the Valentine's Day displays at, at that time, uh-huh. and. There was something I'd never seen in a grocery store before. It was a display, like a, a separate like kiosk box of boxed necklaces that you could buy as a gift. <laughs> like $50 necklaces, like sterling silver necklaces At with the a diamond. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. stacks of this in a like necklaces in a box. It looked like uh, like a Wii, like the Wii driving steering wheel for you know Mario Kart, except instead of that, in a box, a translucent box, it was the necklace. Spoiler alert, Adrian! I know what you're getting for. <laughs> well, that's what I was like. If you got a necklace, and I it, it, would you care where it came from on Valentine's Day? But then you would see all the other like grocery necklace ladies out and about, but. It just looks so. It's looking so tacky because it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me because I know that. Oh, it's like. Oh, it's the thought that counts. But like, I'm really, really psycho about gift giving. Like, I will give myself anxiety attacks about like getting the perfect gift for somebody. Mm -hmm. So like, if I feel like somebody just didn't give a shit at all and didn't put any thought into it. What if you feel like they tried, but they just failed real bad? Yeah. Like, like, like the ugliest blue right. sapphire ring you've ever seen. And you're just like, and Blaze is just like, hey, Lindsay, <laughs> I know that you like stuff that's not fire. So I got you this sapphire <laughs> ring. So yeah. I got you ice instead. Here's some ice, girl. <laughs> you always say uh, you like it when I'm hard. So I bought you something hard. <laughs> yeah. Hardest. Hardest. Diamonds, just like we talk about your nips. Anyway, um, so what do you think of it? Uh, is it is it ever you ever like allow the pause. thought to just count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're you're uh, gracious. You're you offer some uh, mercy. I guess. All right. Well, that's I guess that's being human. Very, very humane of you. Yeah, I, I you know, like and then I, I never talked to them I, again. It's the context. It's not the gift. It's always about the context. You, you, you know, if you're super excited about the person you're with and Valentine's is significant to you for some reason, then you're not going to care what you get. You're just going to be happy that somebody thought to get sure. you something. I think that's why what I'm saying is that's why I kept the gross cookie in the tin. It uh-huh. wasn't so much that I love those cookies. It's I mean, if you... I, I mean, look at me, I'm a fat guy. If I love the cookies, <laughs> I would have eaten them all. It's that you love that someone loved you. Yes, Ooh. that is wow. textbook narcissist. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an eight on the sociopath test. Yeah. If you're just like, I kept this because it made me feel special. But it did. It was the first time a girl had ever gotten me a Valentine's Day gift. I mean, for real. I still have that car- the card, too. The, d- the dump the card? Day, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I don't have any Valentine's mementos. I have a whole box anything. of stuff from that guy because we were together for like eight years. Well, because he, you know, w- was... <laughs> In ninth grade, 
<laughs> and asked out a seventh grader. Hey, I, you know, I regularly, I was in the same position, but a reverse. I was the guy. I was the guy who was dating a girl two years younger. And when I was in college, she regularly came to visit. I don't disagree. But let's go over some facts about yours. You were a, uh, what, late junior year? And she was late freshman year when you yeah, guys started dating? Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, just... That's the di- that's the difference between like a twenty four year old can date a twenty two year old. Yeah, I'm just saying a ninth grader and a seventh grader. There's a Maginot line in there. But th- some schools are arranged where seventh through ninth grade are in the same building. Hey, Lindsay, was that your school? No. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. I'm glad we clarified. That. All right. Well, I I guess so. Is it just because they were divided by a building? You can't stop true love. I think I think buildings. No. Is an no age wall can can, can uh, keep out the heart. What I remember in college was that we. Had... Are you playing words with friends or no. uh, a Candy Crush or something? What are you doing no, over there? No, it's my dad's birthday, and they're having dinner, and I was telling them that I'm not going to make it to dinner. What? Good. Why didn't you tell us that you had dinner tonight? It's. This is my priority. It's your dad's birthday. It's I because know. she submitted a letter that said that I she has to be here. Now she feels obligated. No, you can seriously like we could have wrapped this up. <laughs> yeah, we could. When, when are they no. going out to dinner? It's fine. They're already where there. Are they, where where are, they are they at? Uh, it's too far. I'm not going to make it. They're no, already what's there. What's the name of the restaurant? Puccini's. Puccini's Puccini Smiling Teeth. Yes. At Ditch and 86th Street. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Puccini's. I'm saying that they could be at different locations. I don't know which. Are one you trying at. not to tell the internet where your, where your parents are? It's probably are two puccinis? blocks away. She just doesn't want to go. <laughs> we could she seriously get to Ditch and Eighty Sixth Street in like a heartbeat. All of us. We'll record the rest of this on the laptop. Are we all invited? Puccinis. Yeah. We'll eat tiramisu with your dad. <laughs> he and I will have an awkward conversation about how skanky you are. Did he? Uh, I guess I had. I didn't post uh, last week's show yet, but uh, uh, yeah, that's that. Is that where we give a shout out? <laughs> Yeah. To your Hi, dad. Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. Well, I because I cut the stuff out for the radio show. So sure. that uh yeah, I noticed I the Asian it. stuff didn't make it on the air. Yeah, it was like too much. <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much Asian. Yeah, but it'll stay in the too podcast. And I, I was about to cut it up and as I was listening to it, I was like, I should probably just like the yeah. dog they put in their go. food. Don't get fired. Yeah, I know. I, I I probably would just get reprimanded or like, hey, you know that's crossing the line. But I didn't even. I I know if I know it ahead of time. Uh, like there was some. Uh, we got in trouble because there was something that Jeff did. Uh, we were doing. Uh, oh, the ugliest dog contest, and uh, and he said something I never heard. It was just kind of off to the side. You know, mm-hmm. people say shit you never hear on this show until you really are listening to it. And he said something like. Uh, the ugliest dog was all burnt up in a fire, and we were like, we should have an ugliest person contest. And and Jeff said something to the effect of, yeah, we should just go down to the nearest veterans hospital, like in the background, and got a call from... Like an old veteran, like some dude who defended our country in World War II, <laughs> yeah. and it was like, "You Ouch. motherfuckers are gonna pay." You know what's scary about that? Let's pause for a moment on that topic. The people that, when I think of old veteran, I yeah. think World War II. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the fact of the matter is that when you see them out with the hats now, it's Vietnam. It's Vietnam. Yeah, it's Damn. Vietnam, and I, that is such a weird age gap to me. I'm like, no, no, no. Vietnam vets are like. In wheelchairs, wearing hippie outfits and long hair. Yeah, they're in their they're in their fifties. Yeah, they're in their fifties. You guys can't be seventy five yet, can you? Ah, shit, you are. Yeah. Oh man, our wars are getting closer to our days of death. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Bummer. I don't know. It's someday it's going to be like you know Desert Storm. They're all old. Desert men. Storm one. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. That means we're all fucking old. DS one, as I call it. DS. When we come back on the Will Show, we're going to like cover a few Valentine's Day things. I don't see why we shouldn't do that. It no. seems appropriate, spread right? Spread the love. So, you know, you know, the keep herpes. this Keep this re- relationship base. Spread the herpes a little bit. You can't get it twice. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we've got, we got some Valentine's Day stuff here. Five most embarrassing thing on Valentine's Day. Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out. It's a perfect tie-in. Tie. Uh, how many dates before you should have sex? Another study on that. You know, what makes your coworkers undateable? And uh, and a couple of other random stories to throw in there. The Will Show, episode 70. Yes, to be named. It's The Will Show. Oh, 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 oh,
Lindsay, uh, you know, people get to a certain point in, in every relationship where they just don't care anymore. That's the point that we're at in this relationship. That's exactly when right. When I start making noises You like start that. making noises. It's like we no longer are trying to impress each other or hold things back. You're just like making your death. This is the way I have to fall asleep at night. Your death throws. My wheels, this is my whale sounds. This what is, I like to listen to. Mating calls. This is your metaphorical headgear coming out. Uh, let's see here. The five most embarrassing things that can happen on Valentine's Day. As brought to you by Business Journal. <laughs> yeah. This is brought to you by Female First. So, uh, I'm just going to go through these and then, uh, Ooh, ladies first. we'll tell you, we'll, we'll talk about them. Always so, uh, ladies first. and I always think that these are a little soft. Number one, getting a gift or card from a coworker who has a thing for you, but you don't have any feelings back. It's worse That's if they give you a awkward. gift in front of your coworkers and it's not reciprocated. Have you? Who has the idiot balls to go do that? <laughs> you and your idiot balls need to. How did you not check learn yourself? from eighth grade? <laughs> I know. Come on, man. You don't present. You don't present gifts in public when you know there's a risk associated with it. Especially when it's somebody you have to see every day, regardless of the outcome of the gift giving. Oh yeah, that's worse. That's the same reason why you don't have but an you know affair what? with somebody at your work. Female yeah. first seems to be making that about the person receiving the gift being mortified. I think it's the person whose gift is failing that is mortified. Yeah, yeah but that person deserves the mortification. They're stupid as... That's a stupid, stupid move. That's, that's the same people who like propose to their th- girlfriend they've been dating for three weeks at the, the Colts game on the big screen. <laughs> it's like, you're going to have 60,000 people see you get rejected yeah. right now. Oh, God. Da- David, no. No, David, this is not... <sighs> Sarah, I I know that we just met. We did, David, three weeks ago. Howl at the Moon. And I sang, ooey ooh, you look just like Buddy Holly because you're wearing those glasses. And I knew that there was a connection. Uh, David, I don't think that this is the time or the place. Um, it's my parents' 50th anniversary dinner. I don't even know why I brought you to it's it. It's weird that you brought it here to the Colts game. It really is. <laughs> How did you get all this food in here? It's, uh, we That's got what I sweet. love about you, though, is that you just don't care. I, you I take do. risks, and I'm going to take a big risk right now. Doing what? Sarah, will you marry me? Oh, my God. Yep, 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 Everybody, everybody, cut the music. Cut the music. David, I like you a lot, but I've been meaning to tell you. There's 60,000 people watching right now. There are, and I have to tell you something. I don't think we should keep seeing each other because I want to sleep with Bill. Oh, God, Belichick, this is the worst day ever. Slit, slit, bleed out my wrist. <laughs> oh, my God. That dude just killed himself on the big screen. Bleeding love. Oh, my God. Some my nachos. I want his hoodie in my hoodie. <laughs> Gross. Right, well, that's the... exactly how I play out. What's number four? Uh, giving someone you're dating a gift and not getting one back. Oh, yeah. That's... That's again. I'm going more more embarrassing for the person who didn't yeah. get the other person a gift. You know, at this point in our relationship, a married relationship, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're hoping you don't get a gift because then <laughs> you don't have to go through the other like the reciprocating the, I like part of it. I like the mutual agreement of no gift giving. I do not. I Why? do. It's very simple. Everyone should have an Amazon wish list. Just have an. It doesn't have to be a romantic gift. It doesn't have. To, it can't be a toaster, but it doesn't have to what be a romantic. What do you really want a toaster? <laughs> then it has to be. I kind of really want a toaster now. Okay. I'm putting my Amazon you want a wish list. Toaster oven or a toaster? No, toaster ovens are bullshit. Dude, toaster ovens are awesome. No, I. No. Mm. That's it. No way. We're not getting married. Fine. This is embarrassing. I'm. I'm mortified. I don't know. I can't believe I bought you a toaster oven. You don't even know anything. Adrian, I said something to the effect of, what are we going to do this week? I was like, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day dinner? Do you want to go out? Do you, do you want something special? And she's like, oh, we're going to dinner? <laughs> like, you know, like, it was what? one of those, like, oh, it was, I was like, you just said that because you don't have any intention of making any plans for this, do you? You don't want to have to figure something out. We had one year where Eric and I were like, we're not doing it. We're not going out. Never mind. And then we got home that evening and it was just like... 
I don't want to eat at home. I don't. Let's go. Let's go find something. And it was the worst, like three that hour is the ordeal worst trying to find day ever oh, you to decide to. to go out. Yeah, no, you have to pre-plan. Well, oh, you just no. go somewhere. Even if you pre-plan, it's terrible. Oh yeah. Well, go somewhere unexpected then. That's go... just everywhere is expected. Name a name a restaurant. Yeah. Buffalo eat, Wild. Eat in your there. bedroom rather oh, yeah. than the kitchen. Yeah. They're at, Mix it up. They're at Buffalo Wild Wings. They are, because Everywhere. that woman cheated on that man this year, and this is what he's getting for mm-hmm. Ah. And he's getting he's getting Buffalo Wild Wings and perhaps <laughs> That's everybody. Perhaps there. the finisher. It's all a it's all a bunch of dudes just constantly wondering where their wife went. <laughs> like looking over their shoulder, like, she's been in the bathroom way too long. Is she in there sucking somebody's dick? <laughs> she better not be. Everywhere is just jam packed. Let me smell your breath. Also, let's go. Let's go. B dubs. <laughs> Can I smell oh, your breath? You know, Ad- oh. Adrian and I watch these shows about like incredibly fat people on hoarders. <laughs> yeah. Is that the name of the show? Is it- no, it's it's my six hundred pound life, which it seen, might yeah. as well yeah. be called incredibly fat people. But we sit there, we go like, we could easily be those people. <laughs> And I think about my I think about the potential paranoia I could have if if she would have ever cheated on me and we stayed together, the amount of paranoia that would be inside of me all the time. I would seriously be like, Let me smell your breath. Let me see. Let me look at your neck. Let me examine you. Let me smell you. Like that I mean, that's kinda like where I'm at. Because I in high school, you know, I had that girlfriend who we always talk about. It's my only point of reference in life for another relationship. <laughs> one girlfriend. And uh, she did. She went out and did crazy shit that was bizarre. And I didn't know, like, what. Well, I eventually caught her, like, flirt with, like, emails back and forth to some strange I dude. I told on myself when I was drunk one night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That same guy that broke up with me, we had gotten back together. And I had been cheating on him with someone for a long time and got drunk one night and just decided, hey, this seems like a good idea to tell you. you. God, I wish there was booze in high school. Oh, I didn't have any booze, but I know there was. But uh, that would have made things a lot easier. I think technically we were freshmen in college because you and I were playing basketball uh, at the elementary school because that's what guys in college do. Yeah. (laughs) You go and play basketball (laughs) at the elementary school and you were like, look at these emails. And I was like... I can't. We don't have smartphones. And he was like, we'll go I to printed house. them out. I printed you did, them you out. You did have them printed out. And I read them and I was oh, just like. Oh, the days of printing out emails. I've been meaning to tell you what a skank she is. And uh, and no, and I and I presented them to her one day. I was like, "Here are the emails I found." Folder. These kind I was of, like, kind of I, like how you at- approach the adoption agency. Like, I'm gonna just bring you facts. Yeah, take you, a look at them. And I'm like, I, I'd appreciate the ring. And the, let's be honest, the ring was a last desperate measure to oh, hold on to something that I should that have never. Then helped. the one that you took the ring back and used the money to take another yeah. girl to St. Elmo's. Yeah, it's all tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I made Full lemons circle. out of lemonade, and really, <laughs> there weren't very many lemons in that anyway. It was all just good <laughs> things that happened after that. Just two melons. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so that was, you know, that's why I, I think about the paranoia and like the sadness I had. But it, that was fresh. That was when I was young and hadn't experienced that before. Now I'm jaded and old. So I, like I said, like at this point in time, I'm just looking for the facts, the truth. <laughs> Yeah, and I can, I'm desensitized to these emotions that people the, have. By the book. Uh, number three, most embarrassing thing, eating alone in a restaurant filled with couples. Oh. Story who would go of out, my life. Who would go out on Valentine's Day? Like, dinner for I'll, one. I'll tell you who. The single dude at the BW3s with all those <laughs> cheating wives. <laughs> yeah. Here's but, the other thing about the BW3s, though. The best waitresses at the BW3s They've taken that night off because they're out on a date. Yeah. You've got the absolute C squad in there, my friend. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You have like the three assistant managers all serving you. What who- is Hooters like on Valentine's Day? Has anyone gone? Is that the day or is it Mother's Day? They have like some really weird holiday that they get some kind of special on their wings. <laughs> I think it's Mother's Day. Okay. Come on down to Hooters and and celebrate Mother's Day. Remember that thing that nursed you straight into the world. By the way, Hooters, worst date destination ever. Yeah. Not great to pitch to your wife or girlfriend for uh, your Valentine's Day. I just like it for the wings, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then getting an obnoxiously large bunch of flowers at work. I feel like women like no, that. That's that, what they love. That is a complete lie. That is an absolute lie. This is from Female First. 
Female first is lying. There is no way that that is... Like, there's no woman that's just like, you know what I really hate? Getting twice as many flowers as my coworkers. Yeah, I'm not like a sappy, sentimental girl, but I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I wouldn't hate it either. If I got some flowers or whatever at work, I would be... I got them delivered to me in high school. Because he was at work. He was at work. He knew you were cheating. He was at IU having started, sex with college girls. He started his third job. Felt guilty about it. I'm sure. Let me smell your breath. <laughs> uh, five. Getting a card or present from a secret admirer, only you instantly know who the admirer is and wish they did admire you. I mean, that's, that's kind of kind of like that. goes back yeah. to number five. This well, is all about being liked by someone you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right. worst. Uh, female first. Such a terrible way. You know what I hate is when somebody likes me more than I like them. Uh, it's such a put on. Well, we actually have a guy in studio here. His name is Chuck Henson from uh, Dudes on Top, which is a rival publication to Female First. And uh, you know, he saw this article and he wanted to be, you know, offer a realistic perspective from a dude's. The top three things that. Uh, are most embarrassing from a dude's perspective on Absolutely, Valentine's. Absolutely, bro. Thanks for having me. And you're being a little more, I mean, you're a little more realistic than some of these. Totally. They're totally realistic. Like, these are things that you should really be embarrassed about. Yes. Finishing too early. Is that ne- on there? Never happened to me, so I don't know. Okay. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, these are all more like actual things that you might get embarrassed about yeah, in public. These are things to be seriously embarrassed about if they happen to you in public. Not so, just because someone doesn't like you back. So no. n- number one. Number one. Like number one, top of the list. Let's go three, two, one. Let's, Let's go, go three. All right, three. Number three, pee in your pants. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Pee in your pants, super embarrassing. Yes, it Nobody is. wants that, bro. Nobody wants to pee their pants and have everybody know. Yeah, especially in public or at a restaurant. And when you're trying to be romantic, just double downsies on the embarrassment. Totally shameful. Totally shameful. Number two. Number two would be picking your own nose, eating it, (laughs) and then picking your own nose and eating it again. Oh, my God, because you're what? People can excuse the number one. Well, see, that's just it. You don't know that other people are watching. You're like, you're in the car. You know, just... Just grabbing up in the nose hairs, going like, hey, man, I need to clear this stuff out. And then you're like, what am I going to do? Put this on my fine leather? I'm not putting this on my leather seats, bro. Picking a booger and eating it twice, so premeditated booger eating in public. When people see you do it once, they think like, oh, that's just a one-timesy thing. But when you do it the second time, that's how you end up on YouTube. That makes me wonder if you peed your pants on purpose or not in the last embarrassing statement. Or was that involuntary? I don't want to say that I'm into a thing called... Performance PP. <laughs> what are you? Are you? Are you just trying to get your bodily liquids out in public and make an excuse for it in this list? Finally, a way that I can pick my boogers and eat it, be my pants. Let's just talk about the number one thing, the most embarrassing thing, right. the thing that everybody doesn't want to have happen to them. Uh, okay. Public right. breakup. Not public breakup. That's very close. That's a female perspective. It's a very close one. The most embarrassing thing. Is when your girlfriend poops her pants on your Valentine's Day date, uh-huh. and it's a bigger poop than you take. Yeah, That's the worst, man. We've so all been there. So it's not the fact that she pooped her pants; it's the fact that it's, it's she emasculated yes. you with her duke. Absolutely, dudes. I mean, listen. Everybody goes number twosies. I've all read that book. But when you when your lady friend is going bigger than you. Mm, That's right, friend. and all your friends or strange other dudes see it, and they're like, "Oh, how could you let her be the bigger pooper in this relationship?" They're like, dude, look at that. That looks like uh, you know, like uh, somebody's thigh covered in poop. Yeah, she's amazing, and you're a sad sack who can just squirt out little you know wasteoid diarrheas. That's that looks terrible. like a five gallon drum of raw Hershey's, and you over here just squirting out Tootsie Rolls. Exactly. That's what Dudes on Top's all about, man. We're all about taking massive manly dumps. Well, thank you for coming in here and taking a dump on this show. <laughs> big big props to Chuck. My pleasure. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, right. Thank you for coming in here. Well, uh, another thing that's happening this weekend uh, is the premiere of Fifty Shades of Grey, the highly anticipated movie counterpart to the trilogy. All the people that are so excited about this are going to have heart attacks when they find out about porn. Have you seen Have you seen the Disney where they redid the yes. princes, the princes and princesses in Fifty Shades of Grey uh, positions? Oh no, I did somebody, not. Somebody Somebody drew them all, and it it is quite astounding. Well, I have to look that. There's been so many parodies, like so many things have come out, but people are actually taking to heart the 
I don't know, uh, implied suggestions that in people's relationships. And as a result, uh, there have been more emergency room visits for relations-related, relations toys-related injuries since the publication of these books in 2007. And the majority of those emergency room visits for relation toy emergencies have been what? Oh, I know S- this is one. Is something getting stuck somewhere? Something's getting stuck. Boom! I'll tell you who who it's getting stuck Foreign on. body removals. Oh, I think there's actually a website now that's dedicated to just solely showing x-rays of, like, the weird stuff that gets yeah. stuck up people. I'm telling you, it's getting stuck in the dude's butthole in that one, too. That's right, because the ladies are like, let's just do it. Let's just try it. Christian Grey would take it. You're so boring. <laughs> Our life is terrible together. I've just tried four things. You try one thing. <laughs> if you don't put this ninja turtle in your colon, I'm out of here. And then this dude has to go in there and get Raphael <laughs> surgically removed from his poop maker. No cowabunga. That's right. Oh, man. The turtles will call him chocolate head. <laughs> It'll be bad. Never use the one with the size everywhere. Yeah, I know. And let's see here. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says a lot of that increase happened in 2012 uh, and 2013 when all three books had finally come out and it become a phenomenon. And uh, 58% of the patients were male. Chris yeah. nailed it. Telling you. And had a median age of 44, which sounds about the time when your lengthy marriage was needing a little, <laughs> little a I don't know, turtle insertion. <laughs> uh, so that, that you were right on the money. That's exactly what happened. But I, I don't know. We talked about this on the Smiley I Morning Show. I care less about seeing this movie. I, I, I mean, I think that it's going to be really disappointing because just like the book to movie philosophy that's well, always existed. Well, and they existed, already came out and said, because, I mean, when the book came out, it was a huge deal because of the, you know, erotic nature of it. But they said once the movie got made that don't expect the movie to be, it's going to be more suggestive than it is going to be like, you know, blatant erotica. So it's just going to be awkward. Yeah. I feel like, like, who are you going to go see this with? I feel like this was a huge miss out by the porn community as, like, this was the opportunity where you had, some uh, like, a story that people wanted to hear and see, and they want to see... The full-on deal. The full-on deal. I mean, they read it for that reason, so that would be the reason that they would also want to see it, and they're not going to be seeing anything. It just seems like, like this is the opportunity if you're a porn producer to be like, guys, we need $10 million. Yeah. We're going to make a real movie. And they go in there. Well, and, and they... again, though, even if it's just suggestive, like, it's going to kind of get you going a little bit. Who the fuck are you going to go see this with? Like, how is it not going to be awkward? It is going to be awkward. I, it, because it, it, if you it... go with your significant other, the two of you are just going to be sitting there waiting for the movie to be over so you can go have sex. And if you go, like, with your friends, you're going to be sitting there thinking about having sex with your friends. No, no, I don't think it's not with, Not with your friends, but while sitting with like, your friends. Like, Lindsay's manipulating. Like, the movie is so hypnotic that it's like, I do want to have sex with every person around me. I mean, that's like the Paul Rubens phenomenon. What if they're just strangers sitting in front of you? Well, that's the other thing. You're sitting in a room full of strangers, and you're all just like, I can't can't believe this priest brought a bus full of orphans (laughs) to this movie, but I'm finding myself eerily attracted to all of them. thank you. I like that. Is there any other genre of movie that you have this problem with or that you have this concern with where you're just like, every time I watch Armageddon, all I can do is think about going into space, getting on an asteroid, and blowing it up with other people around me. Who the actors are. No, but we had plenty of women call in and tell us that the book helped them be more aroused, which led to what I imagine to be typical everyday relations, but more often. And so, like, the dudes were calling in and saying, Thank you, Fifty Shades of Grey, Amen. because I didn't have to do anything more but lay there. Right. <laughs> but I guess after that third book coming came out, they're like, <laughs> Something's going in your butt. <laughs> For sure. What I what I heard was that uh, I, when you were telling the story about like what's been damaged uh, on on the folks, what I just recently read was that evidently cowgirl is the most dangerous sex position 
Oh, did we talk because about that? Because it breaks the ween. In broken penis. Yeah, we talked about that on Yeah, we did. did. We? Uh-huh. I must have missed. Was that the week on our Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know, because we did talk about the ni- like what would be embarrassing going in with a 90-degree wiener and just having it. Which side would you prefer to have still <laughs> erect? Yeah. And so. <laughs> well, my my bad. But, yeah, it's that kind of thing that I think, yeah, the Fifty Shades is, has probably awakened in the lady folk well and i don't think it leads to i don't think it like the hardcore stuff that they describe in there but i do think that for whatever reason for some people it does lead to being like aroused more often so people also seem concerned with the domestic violence aspect of it Mm, uh, maybe i don't know man i didn't read the book i'm not reading (laughs) i I haven't heard that part but that is that does seem like abusive a little bit i don't know i couldn't take it I certainly couldn't take it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Chris. I don't want to talk about any more broken wieners <laughs> or abuse or anything like that. Uh, when we come Fine. back on The Will Show, episode 70. Oh, I had a name for it, too. Oh, turtle insertion. <laughs> um, we will uh, talk about, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we've got these things about uh, how many dates does it take before you do it, um, top five things that makes a coworker undateable. Actually, I want to get to these two. Uh, the Ariana Grande uh, comeback on Twitter, and we're going to talk to the guy who insulted Ariana Grande. Oh, and then, boobs. And then there's, uh, <laughs> there's a new group, and I don't know if it's new, but it's an interesting Taiwanese group charity that does something special for people, and it all ties into romantic Valentine's Day stuff. So, uh, all here on The Will Show, episode 70, Turtle Insertion. That was my, uh, Tinder headline. It's the Will Show Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the Will Show Podcast. Anytime you want to hear it. We heard you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Guys. <laughs> so, we're heavy. We've had a lot of technical difficulties tonight. Uh, we look. We record this podcast in a studio, a small studio that used to be vacant, but now it is uh, vacant. 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 Uh, <laughs> it used to be vacant, and now it's uh, overtaken now, by sports jerseys. Yes, there's. It looks like it looks like the closet of a 17 year old kid who or loves a pedophile who, who loves, kills young boys and keeps, <laughs> keeps her shirts as his trophies. He only kills. Yes, yeah, sports fan children. Uh, but now it's uh, it's CBS fourteen thirty a.m. and then uh, we were looking through the glass here while we record. There's uh, other like I don't know. There's a basketball game or something at Cathedral, and they air different things and oh, national goodness. content. And but I guess this you know suddenly our feed got cut off because we use the we use the microphones in the air studio, and then this kid looked like he was scrambling. The producer for that was scrambling, and uh, and it, he's on I the was phone like, now. I was like, holy shit, I hope that none of this has been accidentally been broadcast. Not that anyone would have heard it on on 1430 AM, but... <laughs> Cathedral leading St. Joseph, 64 to 72. You Broken know, my penis. dick is broke. <laughs> Uh, but then I went in Johnson there. Johnson makes a jumper from the corner. But what was happening, and you can hear it, there's bleed in here sometimes from sports content in our headphones. Yeah. And what was happening was they were finally getting bleed from us on the back feed and down the whole line. <laughs> 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 the sports announcer for so the cathedral. Really uh, yeah, it wasn't being broadcast, but in his phones or whatever, he was getting the back feed of good. us talking about broken dicks. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's uh, that's a lot of fun. We gotta find <laughs> we gotta a find a different fun. place to do this. Honestly, <laughs> we just have to not be doing it here anymore. Um, I started here. This this studio was empty. Like uh, it wasn't anything, and now we have to share it. And I just want my own place. Sharing I just want my own stuff, caring. my own setup. Fuck sharing. We'll figure it out. <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay. So let's talk about these last two stories and then call it a night. So um, Lindsay can go celebrate the birth of her father. Yeah, Alan. you did not make it to your Alan. dad's birthday dinner. Because I'm here for you. That's so sweet. I know. I love you. You're my best friend. You want to come over my bill? Oh my god! You guys want to make a couch fort? Sleep in it. Yes. Yeah. That's all I want. That would be my ideal Valentine's Day. 
To, Make a couch for and watch movies. I think couch for would get like, old really fast now if you had to like just sit on the ground with no with just couch around you. No. Yeah, I'm I'm too big now. I, I'm too big and fat, man. It's just a couch for it is just called the couch for me now. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> no effort. Yeah. Just lay on it. I just turn it upside down and it's like that's fine. This is a couch. Yep. Oh, well. Our imaginations are ruined. Our childhood is gone. Everything's dying. Everything is dying. Uh, uh. Tell me a tale. Yeah, thank you. About thank you for bringing me back. Ariana just got Grande's to a dark spot there for a second. Non-Grande <laughs> chest. Uh, Ariana Grande, uh, you know, she's on Twitter, just like every other pop musician's on Twitter. And she occasionally tweets out edgy things like the rest of us tweet out. You know, it's like... Look at my wiener. It's looking extra veiny today. You know, that sort of... <laughs> or whatever. That's what Ariana Grande is. <laughs> I was trying to do the equivalent. I'm setting you up to tell you what she tweeted. What did she tweet? Uh, Her she... boobs are looking veiny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was my grandma's last tweet. <laughs> Ever. Because everything's dying. Yeah. Uh, so there are people on, on Twitter and on social media. They're called trolls. And what they do, if you don't know, mom, 38-year-old mom, I'm talking to you. <laughs> if you don't know what a troll is, it's somebody who goes around and just trying to cause trouble. Like, they just respond negatively to anything everyone puts on, especially to people they don't think will hear it, like celebrities. And so uh, she tweeted about a picture of her of her breasts, uh, you know, uh, and said, like... Now, was uh, this a close-up, like, Nikki shot, or was this, like, just her, a shot of her? This was just her picture. Yeah, I think it was a picture, and uh, and it was, like, a sexy picture. It was supposed to be, like, uh, from she's a high-angle like looking down. Who, Ariana Grande? Yeah. Oh, no, she's 22. She, okay, she really? good, because I was about to be she freaked out. She looks like a middle schooler oh well interesting you say that because one of these trolls tweeted my nine-year-old sister has bigger boobs than you <laughs> and uh and then ariana replied uh you spent a lot of time looking at your nine-year-old sister's boobs that's funny which was the uh comeback and obviously this her. guy Burn. is terrible at trolling he makes him sound like a, he makes himself sound like a pedophile yeah. uh but uh we actually have him in studio. I don't know if you want to mind bringing him in here. Uh, what is your name, sir? Oh, Derek. Derek. You sound Not, very... Der and Derek you, McAllister. And you pride yourself on, uh, I guess, what's it called? Overseeing the, uh, I don't know, the cockiness of celebrities. You try to humble people. Well, I, I find myself to be a bit of a critique. Yeah, a, criti a critic. That's uh, Critique is English for yeah. critic. Is that... Am I not saying it right? No, you're saying it. That's right. No, I like it. You say it however you want to say it. Uh, but this is you tweet it. You tweet out people. You people call you a troll. You call yourself a critique. You know, apples and oranges, potato, potato, whatever. What was this? Potato. That's how you say it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Why'd you, you say the first one? Potato. What well, is that? Well, that's the way. We, that's an that's an American accent. You're not good at talking. <laughs> critique. Thanks. That uh, uh, I appreciate the feedback. Honestly, like maybe I can get a little better at talking. You're the first person to ever respond positively to my criticisms. I, I, well, because I want to learn more. I want to go back through some of these other these other things that you uh, you tweeted out, where you you have a pattern of behavior where you're trying to insult somebody, but you end up you end up saying just something slightly off, and it it makes you seem a little weird too. I've been doing my best, but yes, there have been some misconstruments. Yeah, misconstruments. <laughs> Uh, so let's go back. Uh, you, there was a picture of uh, Mark Wahlberg, and he was, uh, uh, you know, uh, taking a picture of himself sitting down, and uh, there was some lumps in his pants, and it was his manhood, and he said, "Oh, uh, the boys are looking, the boys are looking good today." And uh, you, you were like, "Well, we need to bring this guy down a couple notches," and you tweeted at him. I said, "I've seen bigger balls when staring at my own grandfather." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mark Wahlberg tweeted back at you. He's like, how often have you seen your grandfather's balls? And uh, I said, every day in the shower as a young man. <laughs> that, that sounds like you were showering with your grandfather. Is that not what you do here? No, trolling is just you want to zing them and you want to get out. You don't want to have any vulnerability when you... Oh, I've been doing criticisms all wrong. The thing about this, though, is... 
we often kind of view people with British accents as being a lot nicer, maybe, than they actually are because the accent comes across as much smoother. Yeah, more intelligent. So because he's doing this via the Internet, I'm wondering if he was saying these things to people, if they would take it as offensively. Yeah. Hearing that it was coming from your proper sounding. I've been wanting to Snapchat people, but I don't understand how it works. Yeah, well, here, here's another one, Hit for me. example. Uh, there was a, a picture of uh, J-Lo, and uh, she took a picture of herself from be- behind and uh, uh, said something to the effect of, like, uh, the badonkadonk is looking tight. And I said, I've seen tighter asses in my aunt's closet. <laughs> 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 I've seen tighter asses in my aunt's closet. Is your, what? Does your aunt collect were bodies? You, were you in the closet, like hiding and looking at your aunt's ass? I was. Or were you in there with somebody else's ass? I wasn't hiding. I was helping her with her changing. She'd have me always oh. pick out her outfits, and then we would try them on together. Mm hmm. Yeah. Is this not normal? No, no, your mm, life is sounding nope. very strange. Huh. Now I'm concerned about when you said my nine-year-old sister has bigger boobs. What were you doing? She does. She has a bad disfiguration, actually. <laughs> oh, yes, she's it's got... It's a disease. Yes. <laughs> well, she has some very large tumors. Oh, they're, they're benign. They're benign. It's not anything to be worried about. The tumors in her ass, on the other end... Uh, I'm probably going to kill her soon. Oh my god! A tragic oh my story. god! It is a bit of a downer. He, you're nine. So are you projecting? Is that what's going on here? Is that you're upset no. about what your sister is dealing with? So that's how you're. I'm critiquing. Oh, okay. You're critiquing I'm cancer. Critiquing everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything always. Okay. All the time. Well, uh, man, I hope that your sister gets better. I'm sorry to hear how tragic this actually is. That's what they don't realize is that maybe you're also dealing dealing with with something. something. Yes, it was very inappropriate of Areola Grande to be like that. Did you just call her Areola? (laughs) Is that not how you say it? (laughs) No. It's not. Oh, well, then I probably shouldn't have commented on a small breast. No, you shouldn't have. Let's let's all I be thought she nice was bragging. people. I thought she was saying areola grande. I've got nice areolas, and I was like, those aren't nice areolas. <laughs> I would know. I, I wish s- my nine-year-old sister had areolas, <laughs> but the tumors have taken over. They've expanded them horribly. Oh my god! All right. Well, thank you for coming in here. It was nice to meet you. Cheerio. Uh, good luck with everything. I'm glad we finally heard that from some of the trolls' perspective. Disclaimer. Whoa! You don't expect them to be articulate. You Mm-mm. just don't. Um, there's a new group in Taiwan. It's a nonprofit charity, and they help disabled people. And I thought, you know, this time of year it gets a little romantic. But what they do? <laughs> this is disabled nice. people. You never just do a nice story. Let's just. This is a nice story. I like this setup. There's a disa- Okay, so there's a nice charity. It's in a foreign country. They help disabled people. I'm ready. That's right. Good news. They help disabled people with sexual favors. Uh, It's a government (laughs) program. (laughs) And uh, they said that it's it's intended to improve mental health because people with disabilities have needs too. (laughs) And this is a nonprofit charity that has people who will go and fulfill the relational needs of disabled people. And uh, it's called Hand Angels. (laughs) (laughs) My first thought was the uh, girls in Forrest Gump that were making out with Lieutenant Dan on New Year's Eve. He was in his wheelchair. Yeah. They like the original Hand Angels. Hand Angels. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, so it's just not a clever name. (laughs) Nope. They don't do any handwork, full-on stuff. Oh, they only do handwork. Um, so, so they're professional hand models, right? We it's like a lot of them came over from the bowl milking industry. It's a tough job, <laughs> but somebody's got to do it. And uh, I guess they help people with physical disabilities. Relieve some of that tension. Because it's not like a romantic thing, so they're not going to be like kissing or anything. You're just 
seriously sitting there jerking someone off? Yeah, you're sitting there uh, hand-relationing somebody. So that's how it works. You know, and you can get them in the mood or whatever, you know, like have a nice chat. Like, uh, let's uh, let's play this out. Stop talking. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm Nancy from Hand Relations. How are you? I, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Sorry. You don't. Look... Is this a woman on woman? <laughs> you don't know yet. Oh, okay. Do you not think that women can be handicapped, Lindsay? This says the patients may be gay or straight, and volunteers are both men and women. Oh. And you can choose. Oh, okay. Hi, did you get the wrong order? Did you not uh, order no, a Nancy? I, I didn't, but let's just go with it. Wow, I like your progressive open-mindedness about this. Um, so, uh, you know, I like to talk to people first before we get around. Oh, are you okay? okay? Yeah, it would make me more comfortable. So what happened to you? Uh, it was an accident. Was it? <laughs> no kidding. Was it an accident? Um, I fell off the top of a Ferris wheel. Oh my Ooh, gosh, yeah. that sounds uh, well fun half the time. <laughs> it sounds like it was fun half of the time. Yeah, until we got to the top, then everything kind of went down. Yeah, including I, me. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. You're funny. You're hey. funny. And you have to have a sense of humor when you don't have a sense of feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like you. I, let's see if you can get a little sense of feeling. Let's see if I can. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to do here because I, I was told that I would maybe be able to still utilize this part of my body. I just haven't really had an opportunity. Oh, you mean the yet. goop pouch? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess that's what we'll call it. Oh, I, I, you pointed to something and it just looks like a big goop pouch. <laughs> Is that a professional term? Would you like that? Well, I just, I'm just trying to talk your language. Just trying to make, un- understand you better. Yeah, my, my goop pouch. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> So, uh, you want to sit on, you want me to put you on my lap or do you want me to be on your lap? Well, yeah, you'll have to pick me up. Okay. All right. No problem. I've gained a lot of weight. I can't exercise well sitting in my chair. (laughs) I don't know if I can take this any further. I don't know. See, and I had set it up for the vibrator. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, cut. Cut. Uh, fade to black. Fade to black. But here's the thing. Like, I don't know how this plays out. If they just go in, and if they <laughs> literally there's go in. When you hire an escort or a prostitute, what I like is that it's sexual favors as mm. the description. Not prostitution. I like the idea of just going like, "What do you want?" Well, sexually, what I'd really like is for you to go over there and just wash my armpits because I haven't <laughs> had a nurse in a week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that would make me feel sexually a lot better. Like he would just start making non non sexual yeah. favors into favors. Just like, could you do me a favor and you get paint, the newspaper? Paint my toenails. That's right. Hey, hey, there's a there's a light bulb up there that's been out. <laughs> I don't know if you're seeing it or not. I want you to unscrew it. Oh. Could you get a broom? Because I'm into brooms. But make some and if noises you could reach while you're up to the top it. and knock out those cobwebs out of my corner. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Mm. You know what else I want, girl? I want what? you to use your hands and grab my laundry <laughs> and put it in the laundry machine. Now, one little thing about my laundry. I need you to separate out the lights and the darks mm-hmm. and the reds because my reds bleed. And I don't want my underwear to look pink. I want it to be white with skid marks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I like. And then That's I want you to start. Dirty talk. Then I want really you to start dirty. tugging. Start tugging hard on my dog's leash and take him for a walk <laughs> around the block. <laughs> I was wondering, could you take this oil and rub it all over my Tin Man sculpture. Yes. I've been needing my Tin Man sculpture to be oiled for months. It's very loud and squeaky. That's right. I want you to go. I want you to take this shovel handle and I want you to start beating my rug because it's very dusty. If you could clean that. Mm. Now there's a sponge over there. I'd like you to get it nice and warm and wet. Mm-hmm. 
And then I want you to take that sponge and you bring it over here. And you put it right in between my legs. And wash off this chair that I've been in for months. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. You like that idea? That, just good. Like I thought, like use the excuse uh, of hand service and get a lot of chores I can't feel done. anything down there any damn way. I might as well get some house chores done. And what are you going to do? It's a person with disabilities. And, uh, if they're a gonna, non-for-profit you have to answer their prostitution ring. That is exactly what that is. Amen. Yes. And good for them for thinking outside the box. And it's government funded. Or thinking inside the box yeah. in some cases. Well, I don't know. Would you, I mean, I would maybe hire it if, or have, you know, take advantage of it if I were a person with disabilities. Yeah. And, you know, why wouldn't you? See, I'd be using that disability card. I feel like on it might ladies. be a little awkward, though. Because I feel like there's some ladies out there that feel adventurous if you've got disabilities. There's got to be like disability groupies, right? Oh, totally. There's oh, a yeah. fetish for everything. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah, totally. And I'd... you would do. You would go to the lengths of finding the rare disability fetish person I'm... over just hiring a service that's totally legal. I feel like I'm it would be sure. less awkward with a fetish. Fetishes. Person. Yeah, they're going to be very professional. Number two, I'm pretty sure if I show up to the Wheel of Men. You know, full quad. There's going to be at least one or two girls that are like, take it home. That's right. We're just like, it's going to take us a minute to get them up on the wheel. <laughs> the chair is very heavy. Every day's a wheel of men for me, ladies. <laughs> Four wheels of men. <laughs> okay. All right. Going to hell. Yeah, we sure are. It's going to um, be fun. Yeah, so uh, if you ever get the chance to go to Taiwan and see what that's all about, <laughs> what I never understood the uh, like the paraplegia or quadriplegia. There, I've always wondered that their stuff still works. Does it? Depends on the injury, I think. Yeah, depends on the injury. It, it may, it's something that maybe just injures your your ability to feel your legs, but you still you send, can feel your third leg. Yes, it's the dream. <laughs> it's a dream. Everybody's a dream. Well, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump got it on, yeah. and yeah, I, but he just had his legs cut off. His so. legs were cut off. That that made perfect sense on why he still would feel. Ah, <laughs> oh, my legs are cut off. I can't feel my penis anymore. <laughs> no, uh, girl, I don't have a problem with impotency. It's just my penis doesn't work because my foot got caught in a, oh, in a thresher. Yeah, that's right. I'm not so. I'm soft because of my war injury. <laughs> Mm, okay all right that's it we'll wrap oh, it up there thanks for uh listening uh it's been uh the will show uh chris was here and Lindsay sprung's my co-host we're on every saturday 8 to 10 a.m on 99.5 wzpl tell your friends about the podcast download keep downloaded for free go to willshowpodcast.com and this has been episode 70 turtle, turtle insertion, insertion. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. it's the will